Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. We are mature travelers that travel long term. Yes, we are. We should talk about that today. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. Well, being a couple traveling has a lot of advantages, certainly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Cost. Sure. You know, as a solo traveler, uh, if you're renting a hotel room, um, you're paying for it by yourself. Right. When Sal and I travel, I'm paying for half. So that makes a big difference. Right. And then the thing about being a mature couple, we budget maybe differently than young travelers might. We don't usually stay in hostels. A hostel typically is a per-person charge, so you might end up spending $30 a night as a solo traveler. As a couple, you're spending $60 a night, and you may or may not be getting private accommodations. Right. We've stayed in hostels, but we've always had private rooms. And it is, it's worked out fine. It's nice because there's a common area. You have a lot of people to talk to, share the experiences about, you know, oh, where's a good restaurant? What are the sites to see? You know, what did you do today? That type of thing. So you get a lot of interaction, a lot of information, but we like a private room. Right. Yeah, definitely. I prefer privacy. And we, you know, there's a great thing about hostels is you do have that opportunity to connect with other travelers. And when you're solo, that's fantastic because... You have people that you can hang out with, and if they're a lot of the time, maybe you're doing similar stuff. So that's really fun. But as a couple, we don't necessarily need that, although we spent a lot of time hanging out with solo (laughs) travelers in our day, and that's always fun. Yes. The other thing is, well, if you're hanging out with somebody for a long time, over a long period of time, (laughs) do you always get along? We basically always get along. There's... uh... In any relationship, I don't care if you're traveling or you're at home, you're going to have the disagreements and fights. You know, on the road, it's not like I'm going to say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going downstairs. You know, it's like (laughs) we we have a, you know, one room place. So, you know. You're um, kind of, you're really attached together. You don't have an opportunity to get a break necessarily. You really just got to, you know, approach it calmly, Mm -hmm. talk it out. Or, you know, there are times we're not figuring out anything here. We have to agree to disagree and let it go and move on. Yeah. And we've done that. uh, It's come up. Yeah. So, but you have to let it go. I mean, we were on the road for nearly a year. Yes. Every day together. You know, there, now there were times like I wanted to go out one night in Prague and uh, shoot the snow and, you know, Sally's like, meh. I'm not going. So, you know, I go out by myself. Right. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, of course. If uh, the two of you, she wants to go see a museum and I want to go hike up a mountain, no reason we can't spend a day apart. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, right. I've heard people recommend that, always, you know, plan a day apart. So we didn't have to do that. But Our, we have, our travel goals are quite well aligned yes I'm not a huge hiker like I don't like really long hikes and Brad enjoys that that makes it a little tough for him because I I'm just not physically interested in doing a a long long hike always but you know long days in the museums walking around town those kinds of things seeing historic sites we both agree that that's really fun to do we the way that we organize our travel time I tend to lean towards 
helping figure out ground transportation and long long flights and occasionally accommodation kind of things more of the technical and then brad is really good at finding all the fun stuff to do <laughs> so we he, he tends to direct more where are we going to go and what are we going to do when we're there and i tend to be more like okay so we're going to cairo how do we get from a to b what's the best way to do that and i'll do that research and make those plans it's a nice way to divide up the the responsibilities. Yeah, it is. And if, yeah, obviously if there's some place I want to stay or there's somewhere she wants to go, she mentioned that. So I will say one thing. You hiked Torres del Paine to that uh, <laughs> Mirador. Yeah. Uh, Los Tres. I, don't, I can't remember the name of it. That was a 15-mile hike. That was a tough hike because yeah. the last part of that... You're just you're just walking up the side of a mountain, so she can do it. <laughs> so, I complained a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But typically, when we walk around town, we're we're hiking six or eight miles a day. Not hiking, we're walking because you know walking. it's walking Depending, through ruins. And, yeah. Yeah. If you're in Europe, though, you're walking uphill all the time. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You never go downhill. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I can tell, stairs yeah. are uphill. Yeah. <laughs> on cobblestones. Yeah. What else about being a mature traveler has been? Well, we don't eat like three meals a day we no. don't need to do that right. our appetites are diminished i guess a little bit yeah we have a big breakfast yeah and then midday two three o'clock we have a big lunch and if we get hungry later maybe a snack but usually that's that's about it yeah um, that's quite nice because we're not spending all of our time sitting in a restaurant we're doing the stuff that we really want to do now if you're a foodie that might not work for you but maybe if you're a foodie you're not a museum person or a, a hiker yeah. It always works out as long as you have similar goals. I think that's kind of yeah. You have to decide what you want to see. I mean, uh, in another video, we'll talk about how do we decide where to go. Yes. Um, we, yeah, we we talk to talk we, it out. Yeah, talk it out. You know, what do you, what is it you want to see? And so, I'm gonna post. We we recorded a podcast recently on yes. our recent trip, and I'll post the podcast or that we don't have video of it because we were in a we were in a bar. And that would have been awkward to videotape in a bar, I think. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. It would have been dark. Yeah. But it was good. We talked about, uh, I don't know, Portugal. And All the different places Jamaica. we're hoping to go yeah. soon. So, so yeah. yeah, and that actually is pretty instructive in terms of how we, how we make decisions about where we're planning on going. Yeah. What about, what, anything else about long-term travel that you can think would help people? No, you just we find if we're spending forty dollars on accommodations, we're going to spend forty dollars on recreation. Yeah, that kind of always works out that way for us it was, with our budget. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're in London and you're paying a hundred bucks a night, you're going to pay a hundred bucks for everything else. Mm -hmm. London's an expensive destination. Right. You know, if you're in Istanbul, you're paying thirty or forty dollars a night, and it'll be thirty or forty dollars for. You know, all your transportation and uh, entertainment. Mm, museums or whatever yeah. you're saying, historic sites. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Nice. It, uh, it just works out. So you can, you know, roughly plan that. Now, you know, if you're, I don't know, heavy drinker, you know, you're going out to the bars and everything, that may not apply. So, you know, we, we have a couple of drinks, but typically, you know, buy a bottle of wine, bring it back to your room. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's not a big not, draw for us. Right. We're not out. You know, I'm not trying to meet the chicks. <laughs> you know, she's not out trying to, you know, find a, um, someone to hang out with. We're hanging out with each other. Yeah. You know, we find we hang out with other travelers, 
Yes. Um, we like meeting the local people and stuff, but um, it's not a priority. And it may be particularly for a solo, solo traveler. You know, another thing that there's a trend that I've noticed recently in the last, I guess when we were in Africa, I noticed it more, but I've seen it before. Younger folks tend to, they sometimes they will dress up in clothes that I would probably wouldn't wear when I'm traveling so they can take great Instagram pictures. And I think that's really fun. They, they look adorable with very colorful clothing and maybe shoes that to me seem like they wouldn't be very comfortable for seeing the sights but they're getting a really great shot of themselves in a fantastic location. We, as mature travelers, tend to focus more on taking shots of the sites that we're seeing and posting those on our Instagram accounts versus taking photographs of ourselves and posting them on our Instagram account. So that yeah. alleviates me from having to worry so much about how I look. I can be makeup free in the most comfortable clothes that I can wear with super comfortable shoes and that really, I think, that works for me as a mature traveler. I would imagine that other mature travelers would find that. Shoes. Don't don't skimp on footwear. Yeah. Um, you know, I... It, we I, walk so much. Right. Uh, I had a nice pair of Cortex walking shoes that I used for the entire year. And it was great because even when it was raining and everything, my feet were dry, comfortable, you know, of course, I'm not wearing high heels, but neither is Sally. You know, uh -uh. Comf comf comfortable clothes, comfortable shoes. Um, I'd almost say throw the high heels in the backpack and, you know, put them on for your picture and take them off. Because, boy, uh, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, tell you a story. It wasn't, I wasn't there. My mom went on a 30-day whirlwind tour of Europe. Young woman was there. You know, nice high heels. She wanted to look cute. Stepped off the bus twisted her ankle, other foot came down, trying to save her from falling, twisted that ankle. 15 days into a 30-day trip, she broke both her ankles. Her trip was over. Yeah, so don't do that. So cobblestones are, are tough. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, wear good, comfortable, or if you're going to wear a heel, make it a big one so uh, yeah. you're not getting caught in the cobblestones. Yeah, particularly in Europe, but anywhere. I mean, steps, ooh, steps are different. I mean, you know, in the United States, I'm sure other countries too, very uniform steps. They're, you know, eight inches or 10 inches, whatever they are, and they're uniform all the way up. That is not true. Anywhere know. else. <laughs> Anywhere else, right. <laughs> you know, they were perfectly uniform to that last step. And I tripped on it. I didn't go down, but I mean, I bump, you know, and had to catch myself <laughs> four times going up this, to, you know, our wow. place we were staying. So, <laughs> so you just got to be, you got to understand it's, uh, it's, it's different. different. Yeah. yeah. I don't have anything else to add. This this is a really good conversation. Yeah. Thanks, so, Brad. Thanks, Al. Oh. Travelhunt.com. Obviously, you're looking at this on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe. Please like. Please comment. Let us know what you like and what you don't like so we can get better at this. So we are... You'll, you'll notice the videos will improve as time goes on. So at least I hope you notice that. And uh, so let us know what we're doing right. Let us know if you'd like to hear about someplace in particular. We've been there. We'll talk about it. So comment. Thanks.